Behind every bit of mom wisdom is a story. A story of a real mom and real kids just trying to love each other well. Whether you're cozied up on the couch with a mug of coffee or out for a walk, you're welcome to join us as we share stories and laugh, learn, and grow together. It's the I'm Mom Podcast. Welcome to this week's episode of the I'm Mom Podcast. I'm Abby with Megan, Susan, and Chloe. And this week, we're talking about something that probably affects all of us and our kids, the Sunday Scaries. According to a LinkedIn survey, 80% of professionals say they experience the the Sunday blues or the Sunday scaries. I know that I get them. Um, I got them as a kid. My kids get them. We'll be on the way to our way to church on Sunday. And like one of them will say, oh, the weekend's over. We have to go back to school. I'm like, it's 930 in the morning. The weekend's not over. Or I'll ask them to pack their backpack and they groan and then they're mopey for the rest of the night. So today I want to talk to you guys about the Sunday scaries and like what they really point to and how we can help ourselves and our kids through them. So if people haven't heard of them before, they're just this like feeling of anxiety and um, kind of bummerness. Is that? I don't think that's the word. Is <laughs> it like just it. being bummed? And it's not necessarily like that you're stressed in the moment, but it's stress over what's to come. So, do you guys experience the Sunday scaries or the Sunday blues? I used to a lot more than I do now. I think Chloe and I were talking about this earlier. I think having kids, maybe I just feel like. I'm too busy to that to realize, you know, that whatever. And sometimes I'm also like, okay, good. You're going back to school tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a little bit different than when I was single with no children and I love I lived for the weekend. Yeah. Chloe, yeah. what about you? Uh, yeah, same. I think I love my job. And then also, um, we have our small group on Sunday nights. And it's nice to kind of it's another thing to look forward to. Mm-hmm. And it kind of I think gives us less time to get anxious about the week. We get home and it's like, okay, yeah, time to get into it. Susan? I definitely remember the adrenaline rush, especially when I had so many kids in school. Like, okay, got to gear up because that pace yeah. picks up, you know, on Monday. Yeah. For work, only if I have a lot of things planned. Mondays mm. aren't too bad for me at work, but sometimes, yes. I agree. I think it depends on what's happening on Monday. Yeah, I get mm-hmm. Tuesday scaries for our Tuesday <laughs> oh, we meetings. Tuesday. <laughs> That's a great point. I think it depends on what you have going on yeah. on Monday. Because yeah. if I look at my calendar and it doesn't look too bad, I'm like, okay, good way to ease, ease into, the, into week. the week. Yeah. But if I look at my calendar on Monday and I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to do all of this tomorrow, it feels <laughs> yeah. Too, yeah. like too fast of a ramp up. Yeah, yeah. Abby's not in this meeting that we ha- the three of us have on Tuesdays. But yeah, I wake up in the morning on Tuesdays and hopefully I wake up early and then I think, oh gosh, I got so yeah. much to do before that meeting. Yeah. Well, and getting to work from home on Mondays, I know probably a lot of people that are listening don't necessarily do that, but I've found that that has been a big help because it's, at least I'm not fighting traffic. Like yes. right. I'm not going to bed on Sunday or spending my Sunday evening going, okay, do I have gas in the car? Do Pack I have my lunch, lunch packed and yes. ready? It kind of helps yeah. you ease in a little bit. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so here's an interesting fact. Americans actually get it worse. A survey by Monster.com had similar results to the LinkedIn survey with 76% of Americans experiencing the Sunday scaries, but only 47% of people in other parts of the world. Mm. So almost twice as many. Why is that? That's a, that's what I was going to ask you. I feel like we have a FOMO culture here. Like, I don't know, like we constantly, maybe not FOMO is not the right word, but maybe like constant uh, pleasure and enjoyment maybe. Or is it our work pace is higher because you look at like European countries, they take a whole month off in the summer. Can you imagine taking a month off? Oh my gosh. Well, (laughs) Chloe just got back from maternity. (laughs) 
I can. It was be great. quiet, <laughs> but it was painful for us, Chloe. <laughs> no, I think that's I. That it would be my guess is that we don't take as much time off as other people in other countries. Like the weekend's not enough. Or rest. is it that? We view work as a negative and they don't view work as a negative. So they don't get, you know, they don't get stressed out about it because mm-hmm. they don't view it as a negative. Do they not? I don't know. Some people. Yeah. Well, they get that, you know, in the Mediterranean, they get that big afternoon off. I mean, yeah. they work, they work oh, later, siesta. but they take siesta. siesta. <laughs> Maybe it's a little I'd bit more better. balance, a little bit more work-life yeah, balance. If so. that Is the work structure different with weekends for them? Mm-hmm. Like a three-day? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. But, you know, for a second there, people were going to four-day work weeks. Yeah. But it doesn't really work. I don't know. So let's talk about some of the things that moms can do for themselves and their kids to ward off the, the Sunday blues. I'll give you guys some ideas, and you chime in with your thoughts. One of them is to get the have-tos out of the way early. For example, if you have to pack your lunch or if you have to get a uniform or your clothes out, do that. I, I started doing lunch packing on Saturday afternoon. Nice. So then there's not it's not like that trigger that like lunches are being packed and that means that we have to go to school tomorrow. Mm. Do you think that would work for you? Do you yeah. pack your lunches? Well, you work from home all the time, Megan. But then I feel like so here's my thought process is the weekend is time to unplug, mm-hmm. disconnect from work. Then I feel like if you're mentally like, okay, I have to pack my lunch for work that week, you're not really disengaging from yeah. and and taking your brain off that and focusing on other things. Mm. Yeah. I mean, we – so I'm – do lunch prep for myself and my husband on Sunday. And for the kids, sometimes I'll just pack it. I, sometimes I'll do it on Friday when they get home. Mm. And then like, oh, wow. sorry, you're if you're, really ahead of the sorry game. if your bread's a little stale, <laughs> kids. Yeah. Sorry but, if your sandwich is soggy. Yeah, I mean, it has so, to There's happen. no mayonnaise on there. <laughs> it has to happen at some point. And yeah. so it's like, let's just get it out of the way so that we can relax on Sunday evening. Yeah. Or I'm the opposite. I'm not a get it out of the way. I'm more of a, mm. well, sometimes it can be. I don't even, I had five lunches to pack. I don't even remember packing yeah. your lunches. I do because it was the same exact thing. Every well, there you go. I simplified. It was out. apple, peanut butter, and jelly, yeah. and chips. Yum. There you go. My Simple. kids take so much for lunch. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like I send them now because they don't get a snack. So they take a yogurt, a fruit, PB&J, yeah. chips. Oh, no. I was starving. But, okay. Yeah. Well, they still eat everything when I they would get buy, home, we too. Have, you could buy chocolate chip Now, occasionally I would run Chick-fil-A <laughs> up there. I do remember maybe well, that yes, was more yeah. for Marky, the favorite one. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so another way to um, ward off the Sunday scaries is to start a Sunday tradition, which is a little bit kind of like yeah. what you said, Chloe. You have something to look forward to. Yeah, We did do this for a little while, which was actually kind of fun to look forward to, but Hampton and I made it the night that we would like cook some sort of gourmet meal oh. together. And so we'd, we'd decide on the recipe, grocery shop, and cook it together that day. It's gotten a little bit more difficult with two kids, but it That's was fun. a fun thing to look forward to on Sunday night mm-hmm. to do together. And yeah. And like a lot of families will get together for, for whatever on a like a Friday night. You know, you hang out and families come and the kids all play. Mm. Like if you shifted that to Sunday yeah. and the, you did like a potluck where you ho- one family hosted each time and then you knew that your Sunday night tradition with your group of like four friends is to get all the kids together, all the parents together and, you, you know, share a meal. And I think that would make it so much more fun. That's what we do. So we get a sitter for all of our kids and we all bring food and, you know, we talk and – you know, someone watches our kids, so we get like adult interaction. And then after the kids come and play with us too. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I love this idea and I'm trying to figure out how to actually implement it because it's kind of just a thought, but I think it's something that can actually be really powerful. You can 
ward off the Sunday scaries by making Sunday the first day of the week mm. mentally and even like physically. And that's what I'm saying, like trying to generate ideas. So like right now, if your week in your mind is Monday through Sunday and Sunday is the seventh day of the week, then here we go again. We're starting back up with Monday. But if Sunday is day one, then like you, you start your week at church, you start your week in prayer. You, you know, you start Mm. your time with the Lord and resetting in that way. Or um, it's not that's not the the last day of fun. It's the beginning of all yeah. of the newness that's for the good. week. It's also a day of rest. And we have to kind of remember that, that God created, you know, six days. And then he said on the seventh day, he rested. So I do like, would try to not push the to-do stuff. In yeah. fact, Mark just got on me two days ago because he said, next year, we're not doing this where you're because I've just been really busy with work stuff and Bible book club podcasts and stuff. And he said, you need to like start saving Sundays for us mm-hmm. to do something. Yeah. So let me ask this though, then, you know, we're, Chloe and I are kind of in the, in the thick, and Abby are in the thick of like having kids that are little. And so it feels like Monday through Friday is a big work week, school week push. And then, you know, you only have the two days off of work. So then if Sunday's your day of rest, then you're having to do all your other chores and stuff on, on Saturday. Saturday. And it's like you don't ever yeah, get not enough time a break. Yeah. I yeah. think I think we do overcomplicate some things, you know, and we have to choose what we're going to overcomplicate. Is it is it going to be, you know, um, we have to have certain things for our lunch or for our dinners or whatever, or can we just simplify it mm. and make it easy? And it's not going to be the thing that's remembered. It's focusing, you know, it's majoring in the majors and minor in the minors. Um, else we cannot do it all. And I think that's the biggest problem today is we're so visually in tune to what everybody is doing all the time that we think we can do everything all the time. Yes. And we can't. we got to let go of that perfectionism. Yeah. A little bit. Well, and that's actually the next thing on the list is to rest. Weekends are in place for a reason because our bodies and our minds need rest. And when we're not resting on Sunday, well, it makes sense that we would be dreading going back to work because we've been working still. Mm-hmm. You know, we've yeah. just, just been going and going. And then making a short to-do list for Monday. That always helps me. Like if I... If I'm overwhelmed on Sunday, just writing it down gets it out of my brain yeah. so that I can actually just sit and kind of like enjoy the day. Yeah. So what do you think for most people is at the root of the Sunday scaries? Pressure. I think for kids, sometimes it might be, you know, maybe there's a class that's stressing them out. I don't know. if it, Did you guys like school as kids? No. I loved it. Did you so that's what I'm wondering like if a child I liked it to see people yeah, did not too. like it for the <laughs> academic part right so like do you get the Sunday series if you love going to school or do you still get them because oh well I actually have to get up and go somewhere and listen to the teacher and all that I think too I remember thinking back when I was in high school I was physically and mentally exhausted because we started school at close so to 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. which means I had to be out the door at like 6:30 6:45 out the door which means I had to get up and get dressed like 5.30. And then I would have swim practice for three hours right after school. So then I wouldn't be getting home until close to 6 p.m. And then I had to do all of my homework. And so I just remember being flat out exhausted and being like, I don't want to do this again every Mm -hmm. day. And then you come home and do homework for hours. It's it's tough. It was a lot. I think exhaustion is at the root of most of the, like for adults. I think Mm -hmm. that we're just tired. And so the idea of having to be on even if you love your job, I think the idea of having to go and 
think and be productive <laughs> yeah. and meet deadlines? For me, it's it's not even the physically being tired. I think I have a lot of energy. It's the being overwhelmed. Like when I know there's so much yeah. out there and I can't like map it out in my head mm-hmm. about when I'm going to get it done, then I start getting anxious. Mm. And I think moms are the worst offenders of that because I feel like dads can kind of turn off and enjoy when they're when they're off of work i feel like they're really good at compartmentalizing and being like okay it's christmas now i'm off two (laughs) weeks of work or a week of work i'm really gonna unplug whereas moms are like oh what should i use this time to do should i organize the drawer should i not the laundry room and it's just i think moms are just really bad at relaxing yes Mm -hmm. i think so too Yep. i asked my son um when i wrote this article that i'll link to in the show notes i said we talked about the Sunday scaries and I said, well, what would help you get over it? And this is my 12 year old. And he said, don't be mean. And I was like, okay, but, but you're sensing your pressure kind of. Well, I think what they meant to meanness for him and he kind of explained it. He's like, just don't talk about school. Like you're mean if you talk about school. I'm like, okay. Okay. Yeah. And so I think to what you said, Susan, it's true. Like I get out of relaxed mom mode and into checklists and reminders. I was bad about that. Mom, um, they'd say, Mom, I've got this. You've reminded me three times. Yeah. Yeah. I'm bad. I think the mood of a house really just hinges on the mom's mood. And yeah. so when mom goes yeah. into, all right, are, are uniforms out? Is this ready? Is that ready? Do you know where your shoes are? All of a sudden, it like kicks everything into high mm-hmm. gear and you kind of rob them of that the, the rest of their weekend. That's you know? so true. Which I don't know how to actually get everything done and not get into that. Yeah. And some kids need it more too. That's a problem. It's a personality thing. Some kids are naturally self-motivated from anxiety and some kids are oblivious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So big picture, we allow ourselves to be robbed of joy by not being in the present. And as much as I want to help my kids handle the blues that they might feel on a Sunday night, what I want more for them is to learn how to be present and not necessarily worry about what's coming tomorrow. So Mm. how do we help our kids find that balance between thinking ahead? Because that's important. We need to think ahead. Um, And, and, living in the future, which I think is what the Sunday scaries, you know, that's what it's caused by is is being there instead of just thinking there. Like how do we what's a good takeaway for a mom whose whose kid is doing that? How does she help him think about the future but not live in the future and get anxious about it? I think that's hard because I think a lot of adults are still trying to yeah. to over mm-hmm. overcome that. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't know. For me personally, I this is so funny because I love technology, so I have notes in my phone, but I also like to see some things on paper. It makes me feel like it's out of my brain to to write it down as a checklist and start checking things off. Mm-hmm. Even if I don't get through the whole list, I feel better knowing, yeah. okay, I've gained some ground. Yeah. yeah, we do our family meeting on Sunday too, which I think helps me kind of like, we've all kind of said it, but just like seeing it makes it feel less overwhelming. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, I've got, you know, this many things I need to do this week. Let's spread it out over Monday through Friday. And then I feel a little bit relieved already. You could wait to listen to the I'm on podcast until Sunday. And then the next episode comes out the next day. A little treat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, I will say visual day timers for my kids were really helpful, especially when they start hitting that 
fifth grade level where they're getting lots of types of homework. You know, even though we are going digital, it's really good for them to map out. Yeah. Hey, you got a project too mm. in two weeks. So when are you going to work in yep. working on it? That's a great idea. All right. I'm going to link to the article in the show notes and we'll also link to some habit trackers and some um, weekly planners that we have great printables of. So check them out in the show notes. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the iMom podcast. iMom is the motherhood program of the nonprofit organization Family First. Along with our fatherhood program, All Pro Dad, we exist to help you love your family well. Subscribe to our daily email, the iMom Minute, by going to imom.com slash subscribe and get tons of great ideas, insight, and inspiration. The iMom podcast is hosted by me, Abby Watts, along with Susan Merrill, Megan Tigner, and Chloe Blumenthal.